Life can be stressful, even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of life. You need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's Headspace. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research and can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Go to headspace.com slash C-suite for a free one-month trial. Headspace.com slash C-suite. This is the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. Hello, 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 Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. And today I'm joined by my sweetheart, Kim, and she's in South Carolina. And my roommate from aircraft carrier SS Okinawa, is now, now a congressman in Washington, D.C., he went from communist country called Vietnam to the Communist Republic of Washington, D.C. So he hasn't learned his lesson yet. So anyway, he's going to be talking to us about that. But anyway, Jack and I were both lieutenants sitting in our little room on an aircraft carrier. And that's when I met him. And uh, we used to call him Opie for after Ronnie Howard and was the sheriff of Mayberry or whatever it was because he was extremely young looking. And then... So he became a captain, and for some reason I didn't make captain, and then he went, became a lieutenant general, and I still didn't make captain. I had disciplinary problems. And, and Jack and I used to talk about my disciplinary problems <laughs> at night. <laughs> and throughout that, Jack and I have remained the closest of friends. There's something, uh, for lack of a better cliche, it's called a band of brothers. Once you come back from combat, different, They're very, very different. It's hard to come home. You know, I was talking to my friend who handles addictions, and I said, we never really come home again. You know, it's a different world. So with that, Kim, what's your experience of my friend, General Jack, now Congressman Jack? Let me ask you a question, Robert. So you went on to become a second lieutenant. No, I was, I was commissioned a second lieutenant. Commissioned, and Jack went on, Jack went on to become. A three-star general. A lieutenant general. <laughs> but Jack Jack and I would sit on board the carrier and he'd say, why did you say that? Why did you have to piss off Colonel Hertberg? Why did you have to call him an idiot? You know what I mean? And so I had, I had a pro, I have a Donald Trump problem, open mouth, insert foot. So I think there's a reason why Jack <laughs> Bergman is now Congressman Jack Bergman. And you are not a politician, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jack, Jack likes fighting communists, so that's why he had to go to Washington, D.C., where the communists, I mean, you are so in communist country right now. I don't know how you can stand being there. I mean, Pelosi, AOC, Schumer, all those guys who mm. want to defund the police, and I don't know what else you guys are talking about all day, but geez, my God. Anyway, Jack, Welcome to the Rich Dad Radio Program. Well, we're happy to have you on the program, Jack, because we want to hear what's really going on and, and your point of view on all of this. So we'd love to be up close and personal and, as, as you said earlier, learning from people who are, who are out there doing it. Okay. Would you give us your background well, really quickly, too, how you transitioned from um, Marine Lieutenant to, I mean, and then to commercial airline pilot and then to Congress? Well, you know, number one, great to be with you guys. It's kind of weird to be on a radio podcast 
with looking at you in person on a Zoom call. That's, yeah. I'm still trying to reconcile that, but but the but the especially when you, as you said, have a face like Opie, that's good news <laughs> because a lot of people thought I was either Howdy Doody or Alfred E. Newman. <laughs> so, I want to be kind. Yeah. So o- Opie was the best of the crowd, but. You know, the transition as when you when you think about we all have transitions in life, it's full of them and we choose and we have the ability in our country to choose our transitions. I just happened to choose stay in the Marine Corps a little longer than a lot of folks, but I got involved in the reserves, not all active time because my yearning to go out and do something in the business world drove me from active duty after getting an MBA while I was instructing it in Florida to move on to the business world. And then of course, just as a typical pilot, I just chose to chase my dream of being an airline pilot. So I just blended three careers together full time for 20 years. While we're on that, which airlines did you fly for your captain of? Yeah, I flew, I, my first airline was the old continental airlines back in the seventies before Lorenzo got a hold of them. And then Republic Airlines, and then 22 years with Northwest, which is now Delta. Okay. So I just finished a book called Who Stole My Pensions, and a lot of our peers went to fly for United. What happened to the United Pensions? Airline pilots. They got, yeah. Both United and Delta dumped the pension plans into the PBGC, and basically the pilots got screwed. So, you know, uh, when Jack and I would go back to our pilots reunion, the guys that were flying for United, I didn't know about Delta, but they were starting all over again, like Teddy and those guys. It was horrible. So anyway, that's, that's the world we live in today. i give you an experience. So anyway, the other, th- other reason I wanted to have Jack on is to have an insight because we had uh, Eric Trump Jr. on our last radio program. And for those who listened to that program because Kim and I had the privilege of being inside not only the Trump organization, but the Trump family. And, you know, we've been to the top of Trump Tower, being their, their home up there, and we were invited to Mar-a-Lago, and, you know, it's a whole different world. And they're very good people, right, Kim? Very good people, great, great kids. Eric and Don Jr. and, and Ivanka just were raised actually by the grandparents of Ivanka and uh, really salt of the earth people, great values, great character. Yeah, and they're the most respectful kids. And so it was kind of an insight into the Trump world. So that's Rich Dad Radio and that's becoming up. So I'm asking Jack right now, now he's back in communist country called, the what's it called, the house or is it Mao's palace? Which one do you guys work at now? <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it's the people's house. And, uh, the point is there, there are, we're trying to figure out who the people's are right now, because wasn't there something the PRC people's Republic of China? I don't know that to be, I could be making that up, but it seems to me one who has studied a little bit of history remembers that people, by the way, if you ever wonder where the Bidens are, if you can't find them, just reach in your pocket where your wallet is because they're in there trying to pull out just a little bit of your money all the time. And when they leave, then picture the likes of Clinton's and others replacing them in your pocket. So you'll always feel a little lump back there when you sit down. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, And then, you know, what's really funny, Jack, is that 
Biden is bragging he's going to raise taxes and tax the rich. I'm going, are people that stupid? The rich don't pay taxes. <laughs> I think it's pretty well, funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of Forrest Gump phrases in here that I probably won't use, but, you know, life is like a box of chocolate. That's the nicest one, and you get what you get, so to speak. So at least with Donald Trump and Joe Biden, you know where each of them stand. The only problem is you're going to have to continually tell Joe where he's standing. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jack, so what's going on? What's going on with the pandemic in Washington? And what what are you seeing? You're you're right there in the middle of it. Yeah. You know, it's appropriate that we're talking today because today is the the final. Finally, we opened up the Major League Baseball season today. So using that as a metaphor, think about I'm I'm on one of the teams playing on the field. We have through our, through our, because the Democrats are in charge of the House right now, we've eliminated the umpires. <laughs> we've, eliminated, we've eliminated the scoreboard. And there is no, if, if somebody, if the pitcher throws a, a ball, you know, throws a pitch and they argue, is it a strike or a ball or was the runner out? There's nobody to referee because the Democrats want to eliminate all forms of structure that we have had via the Constitution for over 230 years because they don't want any of us to have a voice. Their goal is simple, control. Hillary Clinton said it in her book back in 93, It Takes a Village. She says it takes a village, which most logical people would agree with. But what she adds in there, we are the village. Let us tell you what to do. It's George Orwell coming to life. That's and that's he was Animal Farm and 1984. So anyway, you yep. know, like I said, Jack, you went from fighting communists in um, Vietnam, and now you're in the middle of it again. I mean, these people are hardcore. You know, anytime they say we're for the people, you know, they're lying. But anyway, what's it like to be working in such a house divided? I mean, what's it like? I've never seen such animosity, you know, in the world as I see today or since today. It's <clears throat> the one thing I feel bad for the American people for is you don't see the, the good bipartisan work that's done every day by solid people, both Democrat and Republican working together behind the scenes. You see none of that on the media because when it bubbles up to the final legislative level, the leadership Pelosi's patronizing penguins, you know, take over and then water it down, wash it down. The media then takes it and shapes it so that it looks like if there's going to be success to be claimed, it's thanks to Nancy Pelosi, not to anybody else. And nothing is farther from the truth. Uh, By the way, nothing is farther from the truth than the words that usually come out of her mouth. (laughs) So, so Jack, it seems like politicians are using this pandemic and this coronavirus to further their own agendas. Is that is that the case? I mean, all, all, of course. a lot of control around lockdowns and who can go back to work and who can't go. There's a lot of control going on, a lot of rules. Well, the first way to control people is to cause them to fear. And then the set and the second way once you've got them fearing you, then you give them a couple tidbits to make them feel comfortable, a.k.a. masks, a.k.a. So I'm not going to argue masks, and 
I'm not going to argue social distancing, but the bottom line is, as Dr. Fauci said yesterday, which reported on the news, the coronavirus is never going to end. Well, no kidding. You know what? We don't expect the flu to ever end. We have viruses. We have influenza every year, you know, for the last hundreds of years. The point is, how do we deal with them? So quit. I, and I got some pushback from some, from some of my colleagues on the other side when I said very vocally, quit scaring the kids. You want to scare the adults? I don't care. But our youngest grandchild is uh, just finishing, just finished fifth grade. And I see my interactions as a grandpa with all my grandkids. They don't know what they don't know at that age. So my admonish, I'm admonishing the adults in the room. Quit scaring the kids. Be the parents in the room. Be the adults. Take on the hard load and allow your kids to live that life that they should be living at the ages of five or seven or 10 or whatever. And uh, so that's the battlefield. <clears throat> we are in a fight for the soul of our nation, but the battleground is in the hearts and minds of the young kids. That's the battleground. And unless we understand that, then we will have lost through a couple of generations what our parents and grandparents fought for and what the founders believed. Yeah, and just FYI is that there have been viruses and pandemics throughout, like AIDS was a pandemic, Remember the Zika virus that just, just was still here. They're still here. You know, SARS is still here. And, they never fix them. They, get, they, they sell a lot of vaccines, obviously, but yeah, they, they yeah. don't so get rid of them. You control them. Yeah, so I, that's what I sense is control. And, and Jack, to your point about, you know, stop scaring the kids, um, why is it that they don't allow adults to be adults? Why, don't, why do we have to have all of these regulations? I think most people know what to do to say to stay safe and to do the right thing, yet... <laughs> These politicians, many of them want to control and tell us what to do versus give us some guidelines, not laws. I have discussions daily and I, I actually do some therapy for my colleagues who are literally wearing a mask, walking hunched over, dejected, fearful of life and um you know, the old saying, a rising tide lifts all boats. You need some people in the room who will inspire people to overcome their fears because some fears are real. Some fears are not real. Okay. And deal with those that are real and get rid of the ones that are not real. Um, but the attitude here in Washington, D.C. that I've seen since coming here is that politicians think they have all the answers. So this is, this is my quick question, because you were in office pre-COVID and now you're after COVID. Was there any shift at all in energy or did you, no? I just came, I just came out of a subcommittee, uh, actually it was a committee of the whole hearing in the Veterans Affairs. And we had probably six or seven of our committee members who are here in DC, who are taking the meeting via Zoom, like we are right now. They're sitting in their offices rather than being in the hearing. What's that about? You know, you know, if they were, if they were back in the district and were sick, okay, I got that. But if you're here, show up. Spoken like a true Marine. And when we come back, we'll be talking more to Jack about, we're coming up in the end of July and um, 
you know, a lot of airline pilots are being furloughed and all this. You have CARES, you have PPP, you have all this. And the question is, you know, the battle right now, as I understand it, between Republicans and Democrats is the next stimulus. How big will it be? So when we come back, because this is very important stuff, because, you know, it may not affect you, but it affects your finances. Which way will the stimulus go? When we come back, we'll be asking Jack what he sees coming up on the stimulus. And uh, I think it's a very important question. We'll be right back. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. Hi, this is Kim. Robert just left the studio, so I want to make a little confession. I went to one of those sites, you know, the ones where you tell them all about you and they match you up to your perfect dream. And no, 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 I don't mean a dating site. It's not a dating site. It's a dream site, sort of. Let me explain. You see, sleep is very important. It's actually one of the most important pieces to losing weight, being fit, and longevity. But it's also important because it's when your mind resets and dreams. And dreams are such an important part of all areas of life. Dreams are where you get to communicate openly with your subconscious. And now I dream and I found the solution. I found the dream site, it's called Helix Sleep. And Helix really does care about you. Helix doesn't make just the world's greatest beds, they make them to fit you like a custom made personalized glove. They determine how you sleep. For me, I sleep on my back. They ask about your body type to determine the perfect mattress. They ask all about your sleep preferences and then voila, the perfect mattress is introduced to you. The mattress that took into account all your needs, desires, quirks and style and formulated the perfect design just for you. All you have to do is take the Helix quiz. It only takes about two minutes, but it could change your life. So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that you're matched to, you can add on sheets and pillows or whatever else you need for your bed, and then the mattress comes right to your door rolled up in a box. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store again. Just go to helixsleep.com slash richdad, take the two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Oh, and don't forget... Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash richdad. And to make it even better, Helix gives you a 10-year warranty. So this purchase won't keep you up worrying, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but I bet you will. Go to helixsleep.com slash richdad. And to make it even better, Helix gives you a 10-year warranty. So this purchase won't keep you up worrying. And you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. But I bet you will. Go to helixsleep.com slash richdad. Welcome back. Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. Today, our special guest is a long-time, long-time friend. General Jack Bergman, now Congressman Jack Bergman. And uh, anyway, you can listen to the Rich Dad Radio program anytime, anywhere on iTunes, Android, or YouTube. 
and you can leave us a review whenever after you listen to it. Another thing is all of our programs are archived, and we archive them at richdadradio.com. We archive them for one big reason, is that we're an education company, and if you listen to this program again, you'll gain twice as much, but also if you have friends, family, or business associates who need to hear about what's really going on inside that's not the beltway, it's the communist way right now, Washington, DC. Um, is, is this, I mean, I, so the reason I wanted Jack to come on uh, is to give us an insight what it's like to be inside the House of Representatives where you have, you have more communists there than we had in Vietnam. So anyway, um, he's gonna give us some insights, but also how he plans to increase his influence inside the House of Representatives. Any comments, Kim? Well, I just want to say that Jack is also, I mean, he's very prominent accolades and he's a three-star general in the Marine Corps, 22 year career as a commercial airline pilot, plus um, started a very successful medical equipment business and then went on, he wasn't done. So he decided to become a Congressman. So, and he's a strong voice. And I think more importantly than anything, um, Jack, why I'm excited that you're in the position you're in is because number one, you make sense. <laughs> and you aren't there to have power and ego and all of that, you're there because you really wanna make a difference. And, and I think that's so important. I wish all of our politicians had your character and your quality. So welcome back to the show. So happy to have you here. Well, thank you. Thank you. And of course, you know, Murphy's Law always gets in the way of everything. So in a very few minutes, I'm gonna to have to go vote. So <laughs> just, 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 just so you know that, but you know, when you said, makes sense. I was blessed to be raised by parents who they didn't have a lot of anything, but they certainly had a lot of common sense. And when you have common sense and are grounded, you can begin to make sense. But you think about one word, integrity. Do we put a, do we put a percentage on a person's integrity? Do they have like 50% or 90% or 10%? No. Integrity is one of the few things that is either all or nothing. And that's where, where if you, if you had integrity, I, we're all born with it, but once it's gone, it's gone. So how, how much time have you got? Or you, do you have time to talk about the, your, your next move to get the, the armed services? Well, I, I, I do. And then I'm going to have to really, unfortunately head out to vote. Um, yes. Uh, you know, number one, I came here to work with others and lead wherever I was able to lead during my time here. And this cycle uh, unfortunately, the, the bad news is we're going to have one of our premier leaders, Dr. Phil Rowe from Northeast Tennessee, who was the chairman of Veterans Affairs when I came in three and a half years ago. He has decided to retire and move on. I am seeking to succeed him as the senior Republican, the committee chairman on Veterans Affairs, because being a committee chairman here in Washington, D.C., you get a chance to, to increase your positive influence uh, at the leadership level. So instead of being one of 220 voices, I'm one of 25 at the leadership table. So I'm running a very positive, uh, aggressive, not passive aggressive, positive aggressive campaign to become that next chairman of Veterans Affairs in the 117th Congress and further, further uh, create policy and law in a bipartisan way that'll positively affect our veterans, their families, as well as all the different things we do in the country. 
Well, you're the best guy for it. I mean, you have earned the right to do that. You have the experience and you're a fantastic and, and, leader. Yes. And, and we'll support you 100% in that, Jack. And Jack, before you leave, is there, is there anything that you would like to say to our listeners that they need to know, given the pandemic, given the election coming up, anything that they need to know? Yeah, two things. Number one, unlike 100 years ago, when our parents and grandparents were going through World War One and the Spanish flu, they did what they could do with the technology they had at the time. Well, 100 years later, with the, our ability to map genomes, create vaccines, create protocols, create all the things that we're going to have to live with a virus that will be prevalent, not necessarily devastating, but just prevalent, just like the flu eventually. So people always do the right thing for the right reason anyway. Don't be fearful. And number two, people fought and died for your right to vote. And if you think your vote doesn't count, you are wrong. We have never needed your vote more, especially your conservative vote to maintain the founding principles that we have, have, have kept us afloat for the last 230 years. Come November 3rd, we need to reelect Donald Trump president of the United States. And if you're listening in Michigan, we need to elect John James as the next senator from the state of Michigan. Jack, thank you very much. Thanks for the friendship. Thank Thanks for the dedication. And it's always a pleasure to have you on the Rich Dad Radio Show. So you take care and vote. I love you guys. Love you guys love too, man. You, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thanks. Take care. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. So I'm going to ask Kim, um, you know, like you're at Brace Allen, South Carolina right now, but you hang out with a four-star general there. Yes. Yes. Is there, are they yeah, similarities? Yes. Are there similarities? Why those guys are generals and I was a lieutenant? Tremendous similarities. The character, I mean, the character of both Jack and Walt are very similar, very, very quiet, actually quite quiet, but their presence is extraordinary. And when, when they speak, people listen you can and feel they know what they're talking about because they come from a wealth of experience. Yeah. It's four, it's four star general Walt Boomer, who was, yes. he was also yes. another Vietnam veteran. And when he walks in the room, you know, he's there. Yes. And you know what, you know what I find fascinating about some of the smartest people I know is Walt and, and Jack as well. They listen. It's like I was at a dinner party just the other night with, with Walt Boomer and he was so interested in what everybody had to say. He said very little, but he listened and he really listened. And I'm like, I walked away going, I need to do that more often instead of talking, just really, and, and, and seriously listen, not just, you know, half-ass it, but really, he was really interested in what people had to say. It's a great trait, great quality. And is General Boomer in shape? Oh God, yeah, he's fit, which is a good thing because if the world comes to hell, I want, I want a four-star general next door to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I, Jack and I laugh about it. I had disciplinary problems on board the carrier but we're always Marines and we stayed friends. And when I, when I went to Braze Allen and I meet General Forstar, General Boomer, he says, you're still a Marine. You know, I, I was in so much trouble. I just couldn't put up with it. But anyway, there's a, um, I don't know how you, how you describe that, but you have great, 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 great people who rise to the top and it's just an honor for us to work with them. On the other side of it, I was talking to our councilman here, Sal DeCicio, 
who's going to be on the next Rich Dad radio program. Of course, he's a real estate developer and a Republican and a councilman. And an activist. And an activist. And he is hardcore. Not a Marine, but anyway. He says a lot of people run for office who are nuts. <laughs> you know? I, was, I was asking Jack about that. Yes, they run for ego. Yes. You know, there's yes. something psychologically wrong with them. I mean, they should be hauled off and put in a straitjacket. Well, that's what I like about Jack and Sal. They're they're there because they think that sure. they, they see that they can make a difference and they want to serve. And I remember asking Sal DeCicio, a councilman, we asked him, how come you're not running for mayor? Because he gets so much done and he's so effective. And he said, um, I'm, I'm not going to run for mayor because as a councilman, I can get so much more done Versus as a mayor, you're dealing with bureaucracy all day long and you have to be politically correct. Sal is not politically correct, but he gets things done and he doesn't care. He has no ego in terms of what position he's in. He just wants to be where he can make the most good yeah. happen. So I, I was having a drink with him the other night. He said, boy, there's some people who should be hauled off. But, <laughs> but anyway, I just tell you the difference between Sal and like Jack, they're entrepreneurs. I mean, Jack had started his own medical equipment company and Sal is a real estate developer. And, and Sal was just laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing because being a real estate developer, the, the city of Phoenix decided to create low-income housing. And by the time every thief, bureaucrat, everybody got their hand on it, the low-income housing in the most horrifying, terrible, crime-ridden neighborhood the cost per unit of this low-income housing for low-income people was more than Scottsdale, Arizona, which is the best neighborhood. So every time you get these crooks and people involved in business who have no business being in business, it costs all of us a lot of money. And, and I think that's why it's so important what, what Jack said and, and to really kind of get involved and to, and to vote and all of that, because my concern is that government is taking over more and more and more and more of business. And with if they start taking away and sent tax incentives and raising taxes, all of a sudden people aren't going to, there's not going to be an incentive to, to create, you know, jobs and, and housing and oil and energy and all of that. And it's going to be government run and then it's going to be a disaster, in my opinion. So I just want to close with this. You know, Kim and I do our best to be neutral. You know, it's a free country. You can be Republican, Democrat, and all this stuff. But as an older citizen right now, I've never seen such hate and animosity. I have never seen it. I'm going to talk to you later. I'll name the name. The name. But Kim and I have this very, very dear friend. Of course, he's from California. And I talked to him last night. And I said, because, you know, there's Portland where Kim and I used to live. Oregon is on fire. Seattle's on fire, Chicago's on fire. So I, I just asked our friend, I said, why are people saying get rid of the police and let them tear the place down? And this guy's a Democrat and he just says, it's all Donald Trump's fault. Oh gosh. So I'll, I'll tell you who it is later on. But his hate, he's a good friend of ours, he's a great guy, you know, capitalist. But his hates Donald Trump. I'm going, but I, I'm, all I'm saying is I've never seen such hate. I mean, there's people I don't like, but there's a difference between hate. And, I, you know, it's hard to change somebody's mind. Like, it would be hard to tell me that a, a politician I really dislike was good, so I just let it go. 
But I just want to say that um, it's really time for cooler heads and be more open-minded and stop blaming and yelling and screaming. You know, I mean, the reason I'm, I'm asking people to listen to the interview with Eric Trump is because you'll get a, it was a privilege that Kim and I had, right? I mean, what was it like yeah. working with Donald and his family and the company for so many years? You know, as I said in the interview with, with Eric, um, the word that I always used when it came to Donald Trump was respectful. And people's jaws hit the floor when I say that. But my personal experience, I know yours too, Robert, our personal experience is that he was so respectful of all the people he worked with, of people he came into contact with. When we did seminars together, he would take everybody's question. He was very generous with his time. He didn't belittle anybody. Um, he was, he was fantastic. He, he was very, very respectful. And when you talk to Eric and Don Jr. and Ivanka, they're very respectful people. And so I don't know who you're talking about this friend of ours, but, um, what I, what upsets me is that people who have no experience of other people make opinions based on the media and based on something they read, but not their own experience. And if people could come from their own experience versus opinions, then maybe it would be a little more sensical world. Now, Donald does bring it upon himself because he teases he does. people. Oh, he says some He teases people. Not I mean, he I'm teases people. There was just one, one guy walked in his office like 9,000 pounds, and Donald looks up and says, hey, you lost some weight, huh? You know? And everybody laughs. The other guy didn't laugh. But he teases. And today we've lost our sense of humor. I think the most important thing about listening to, you know, like we had um, Kim's favorite of Donald's employees was Norma, and then there was Rona, and then Meredith and Keith, and they were like family. Everybody was like family. It was the most wonderful experience. But the difference is, is Donald Jr., Eric, and Ivanka are entrepreneurs. The same mm -hmm. as Jack is an Jack Berkman's an entrepreneur, and he's a politician today. But when you compare. Hunter Biden, who was Joe Biden's son, who was always on the take. I mean, he made millions as a, you know, he'd go in there into the Ukraine and all this into China. It's how you make your money. And I think if you want to listen to the Rich Dad Radio Show with Eric Trump, it's the last few minutes when you compare Eric Trump, and he's talking about how he's handling COVID and the changes in the business and you know, they own hotels and how do you handle hotels? How do you promote people? So Eric is talking as an entrepreneur. And then you look at Hunter Biden and what's her name? Chelsea Clinton. They don't earn their money. There's a very big difference and they learned that from their parents. So that's why we're not Republican or Democrat as a free choice. You want to vote Democratic, have a good time. But just keep an open mind and look at how the kids operate. So I want to thank you. I want to thank Jack Bergman, General Jack Bergman, now Congressman Jack Bergman from Upper Michigan. He is still a Marine, still fantastic. And final words, Kim? No, I just, uh, I, I'm just grateful that we have people like Jack Bergman in office. Um, and when you say, you know, we're not Democrat, we're not Republican, we are business owners, we are capitalists, uh, we are for free speech, we are for the constitutional rights. And when that starts getting trampled on, I start to get upset. Yeah. So that's what that's what we stand for. So I, I got I got cornered the other day. It says, what do you mean you're not a Republican or Democrat? You know, you voted for Trump. I said, yeah, if Trump was a Democrat, I'd vote. For him. 
votes. I don't I don't vote for the party. I vote for the individual. I think that's the difference. So I thank you all listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show. It's a, it used to be a free country. Let's keep it that way. So thank you for listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show. And thank you to General and now Congressman Jack Berkman. Thank you all. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.